I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. If you're just joining us, welcome. If you stayed with me, welcome. Welcome back. What we're talking about today, really hot topic, long COVID. Now, we didn't know what this was a while ago. Uh, people that had COVID would get wiped out. If you had it, you know what it's like. It was very debilitating. Um, but we're finding now the people that had the milder cases, not the ones that were hospitalized, not the ones that were totally debilitating, the, the, the bad cases, the mild cases are more likely to have something called long COVID, which uh, there's over 200 different symptoms related to it. I'm going to cover some of that today. I'm not going to list all 200. And patients started coming to me, you know, six months, a year after uh, this whole thing started, and they're coming in with these weird symptoms. And the big one was fatigue. Doc, I'm just so tired. I'm wiped out. And so we thought maybe it was burnout. You know, as the, the younger generation, they seem to burn out a lot. That's one of their big concerns they search the internet for. Uh, fatigue, burnout, what can I do? I can take energy drinks. And it turned out these things weren't working. And now we're finding out that the COVID virus was attacking something called the mitochondria. That's the part of the cell that generates electricity. So it's attacking the mitochondria, so the mitochondria couldn't generate electricity, to, so, so the body got weaker, so the virus could set up shop and live there. That's the way we think it's happening. And so it was, it's an issue, still an issue. And now, uh, you know, it, tests are coming back, more and more people coming down with COVID again. And we have to consider this long COVID issue because it can be debilitating. I mean, to the point where you can't even function. And I've had many patients over the you know, recent times come in and say, I just, I can't move. I'm exhausted. I work for a half hour, 45 minutes. I'm wiped out. So I know what's happening. The question was, what do we do about it? And so the good news is uh, research came out recently. Some supplements have shown promise uh, in supporting long COVID, including something called Coenzyme Q10 and D-ribose. So the review of authors that they did uh, also noted uh, that pycnogenol is something that works real well, too. Uh, grapeseed extract is the same uh, phytoanthocyanidines, pro- proanthocyanidines um, as uh, pycnogenol, but it's a lot cheaper. So grapeseed extract is one of the things you might want to consider. Uh, CoQ10, let me cover CoQ10. CoQ10 is produced by the liver, and it goes out into the cells, and it's fuel for the cells. The cells need CoQ10 to generate electricity. So what happens is our CoQ10 levels can drop. One of the big concerns I saw, again, anecdotal evidence is what I'm speaking here. I don't have any double-blind studies for this, is people that were on statin drugs really got their fanny wet kicked because statin drugs shut down or slow down an enzyme in your liver that produces cholesterol. Well, the same enzyme that produces cholesterol produces something called coenzyme Q10 or CoQ10. And so that's why people, aside from this topic, when people uh, take enzyme, uh, statin drugs, many times they're tired. They're wiped out. Well, we know that people on statin drugs should probably take CoQ10 as a supplement. Well, now we're finding that CoQ10 as a supplement for people that have this long-term fatigue seems to show promise. 
No promises, no guarantees. It seems to show promise. What I saw, this is just me, that patients that were taking statin drugs were hurt even more because the CoQ10 levels were even lower. Uh, but CoQ10 is found, found to support heart function, uh, certainly in children with cardiac problems, but also in adults. So CoQ10 goes to the heart, all the cells, and generates electricity. So CoQ10 supplements might be something that can be considered as part of this protocol. D-ribose uh, supports uh, diastolic function. That's the, that's the, the brain uh, when the brain relaxes. It's in, in, energy dependent. And heart integrity and including the heart's ability to do its job and pump blood and circulate through the body. So D-ribose, or it's called ribose also, appears to provide a solution uh, for a problem of replenishing depressed ATP. ATP, got a lot of cellular biology here. ATP is the electricity, simply put, of the fuel that's produced in your body. Okay, so the, the mitochondria is where it's produced. ATP is what is produced. And it seems to help too. Now, there's a uh, 2023 article, it was reviewed by uh, somebody named Davis, Davis and other researchers, focused on the fact that long COVID uh, deserves special attention because of the inflammation and the organ damage that occurs with it. And not a lot of people have been researching this long COVID stuff. But I get questions about it almost every day, and that's why we're talking about it today, because it's, it's, a, it's a hot topic right now. Another thing that we find that can bring down the inflammation is something called omega-3 fatty acids, DHA and EPA. Those are two of the omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, and that, that, that should be considered because of the overwhelming scientific evidence that shows it supports inflammation. Now, in a study, they use fish oil. Now, I'm not a fan of fish oil. Fish oil many times goes rancid. Fish oil runs a risk of mercury toxicity. So what I take is I take algae oil. Now, again, this study was done on fish oil, but it's essentially the omega-3 fatty acids, same thing. Uh, they're safe, um, they're well accepted, and it's so much scientific evidence around it, relatively inexpensive, and it might have favorable effects on immunity, uh, inflammation, oxidative stress, uh, psychoneuroimmunity. So many times when there's an emotional issue, anxiety, depression, bipolar, ADD, uh, many times there's an inflammatory reaction going on in the brain. And so we find that if we bring the inflammation down, there are a lot of scientific studies out there now that omega-3 fatty acids should be part of all brain issues. Well, I shouldn't say all, most. You never notice an exception somewhere along the way. Um, because the research is pretty clear and it helps build the immune system as well. So personally, I take Dr. Joe's omega-3s. Once again, they did this study with fish oil. I take Dr. Joe's plant-based or vegan omega-3s. Um, the bottle says take one a day. I take two a day. I take a gram of omega-3s every day. Regardless of long COVID, regard, it's just good for the brain. And it's a wonderful anti-inflammatory. So I take it every day. And that's part of the supplement protocol I take. Now, I take Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, which are the two supplements I think everybody should take. I am not saying any way, shape, or form that this is treating COVID or long COVID. This is what I do to keep my body healthy. Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, they're two powders. They taste great. I mix them together first thing in the morning. And I start my day with Super Greens and Essential Source. Now, if I have a busy day, if I have to do radio shows, TV shows, if I have to give a lecture, I'm going to take a second dose later on in the day. I don't take it every day, a second dose, but periodically I'll take a second dose just to keep my body at its prime function. 
Uh, the omega-3 fatty acids are really important. We have a Dr. Joe's probiotic because research has shown probiotics seem to help. There's a bunch of different types of probiotics. This is the one that is generally what most people need. So I take probiotics every day. Super Green, Essential Source, I'm sorry, also has probiotics in it as well. Probiotics are good bacteria. When good bacteria go into your colon and build up your immune system. 70 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut, is in your digestive system. So if you have a bad digestive system, chances are you're going to have a weak immune system too. So that's why I take them. I take vitamin D every day. I think you should too. Uh, I take five drops of Dr. Joe's vitamin D because vitamin D is shown to do a lot of different things, including, including help build the immune system. Well, I want a strong immune system. I take five drops a day. I'm about 170, 180 pounds. So that's what I take every day. Now, if you take vitamin D3, you always want to make sure you have vitamin K2 with it. I know I've covered this many times in the past. One of the things vitamin D3 does is helps you absorb calcium. K2 helps take the calcium out of the blood and drive it into the bones. So if you're taking D3 without K2, you may, not, you may have a buildup of calcium in your blood system, and it may not get to the bones, and too much calcium buildup in the blood can lead to heart conditions. Now, we just talked about the weakened mitochondria and the ATP affecting the heart, and now you can give it a double whammy. So yes, take vitamin D3. Make sure there's vitamin K2 with it. Okay? And all the supplements we talked about are on the website, drjoe.com. So... Uh, we don't have a D-ribose uh, on the website, but if you shoot me an email, I'll send you a link to a company that I, I'm, I'm comfortable with. And the same thing with CoQ10. Okay, if you send me an email, ask for that. I'll send it to you specifically. So I promised you earlier, what do we do? What's the best thing to do for COVID and long COVID? What's the best diet? Healthy plant-based diets appear to reduce the risk of severe COVID-19 and from getting infected in the first place and also the other comorbidities, the other things that go along with it, the weak heart, the weak colon. Um, the role of nutrition for preventing and beating COVID-19. Nutrition-related myths on the protection and treatment have widely been prevalent with the pandemic. Now, a lot of them are myths, but there's a lot of truth to eating more of a plant-based diet. It can help prevent infection. And certainly dietary steps uh, can uh, help minimize your risk of getting any disease. Those with healthier diets in general seem to suffer less severe cases, and this appears to be indirect benefit from lower rates of obesity and other pre-existing medical conditions. Again, we talked about when COVID came out, the pre-existing conditions, obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, uh, cancer. These people are really super high risk. Well, a plant-based diet helps lower the risk across the board for health conditions. So it's a direct and an indirect correlation. Indirect is, wow, I'm not as overweight, so I'm less likely to be sick. I'm not, I don't have heart disease. I'm less likely to get severe cases of it. But is there any diet with direct effects on the course of the disease, the susceptibility to infection, even in the first place? How do I avoid this stuff? Well, plant-based diets shown to decrease the risk of suffering from uh, other respiratory infections. In fact, plant-based seminaries, which were around back in uh, 1918, when the Spanish flu hit, a lot of correlation to that, those people that were in the plant-based seminary, seminaries did much better and much lower uh, death rate. So we have some history behind it too. Now vegetables, green leafy vegetables, beets, uh, watermelon, these contain nitrates and citrulline, which can convert into something called nitric oxide. Now, if you've listened to me talk before, I love nitric oxide. It's my second favorite supplement in the world. 
Super Green is an essential source tied for first. Nitric oxide helps open up your blood vessels and increase circulation to the body, the brain, the colon, the spleen, the heart. And so if you're eating a plant-based diet, you're getting a lot of nitrates, good nitrates, which convert into nitric oxide, watermelon and citrulline, which converts into nitric oxide, and that seems to help tremendously. There's also something called polyphenol phytonutrients in plants that have direct inhibition on viruses. They keep your immune system strong. So fiber-containing foods facilitate a good relationship with the bacteria in your colon, and that helps build your immune system as well. So if I had to pick a diet, a style, a lifestyle that's going to give me the best bang for my buck when it comes to immunity, it's a plant-based diet. Now, if you don't know what to eat, everybody says this, I don't know what to eat, Dr. Joe, go to my website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Type in the search bar, what can I eat? Or so what can I eat? And you're going to listen to a lecture I gave, about 40, 50 minutes. And I talk about breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, uh, pack, packing, unpacking your pantry, um, going out, raising kids, going out to a party, going on a date. I covered all there very clearly because I give you that breakdown of what the research is showing when it comes to overall the best diet. There are some diets that might be different if you have seizures. I know uh, that's how the ketogenic diet came out. It might help people with seizures. What they don't talk about is the atlas, the top bone in the neck can come out of place and that can put pressure on your brainstem and that can contribute to the seizures as well. Had a patient last week and the reason I'm off on a tangent with that. Uh, young guy, looked like young Paul McCartney, handsome fella, and his head was all cocked sideways. And he has seizures. And he's on multiple medications. He's got a, a vagus stimulator, a vagus nerve stimulator implanted in his body. Nobody ever mentioned that his head was on crooked. And I pointed out to his mother and his father, and I showed him the research on seizures and epilepsy and chiropractic. And they, they, they were taken back. They were shocked. How come no one's ever told me this before? We've been to the best doctors in the world for seizures. And all they could do is implant a vagal nerve stimulator. Well, I don't know if we're going to fix them or not. I have no idea. But I can tell you, I've seen lots of people with seizures, even animals with seizures. And you put that atlas, that top bone back in place, take the stress off the, off the brainstem, and they do extremely well. And so we can put them on a ketogenic diet, which is the only reason anyone should ever be on a ketogenic diet, in my opinion, um, if they have seizures. But if we can fix the cause of the seizures, that's the approach I want to take. I'm not saying I have a cure for seizures. I'm saying that I've seen many patients with the atlas out of place. When you put the atlas back in place, the seizures get better. And there's a lot of research. I think University of Chicago did research on that as well. So there's plenty of research on that. That was blood pressure. I'm sorry. University of Chicago was blood pressure. Um, so there's plenty of research on these things out there, but it's not mainstream. But that's why I try to do I try to make it mainstream. So fiber in plant foods single uh, is the single most anti-inflammatory food component. We need to eat more fiber. Saturated fat kind of find a meat, dairy, and junk, is pro-inflammatory. And so we need to bring down that inflammation. Um, so again, go to my website, drjoe.com. Uh, and we do find there are a lot of studies out there on chiropractic and immunity. Now, I haven't seen any studies on chiropractic and long COVID, which is what we're talking about today. But generally speaking, you want to keep the immune system strong. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, blurred vision, muscle weakness, sciatica, you probably have, I mean, you have pinched nerves, obviously. Something is pinching the nerve. And chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive treatment for pain. Back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain. So that can put, that's an inflammatory reaction when you have pain. That can put a stress on the immune system. Again, I don't know any research about this. I'm just thinking logically. 
So not just for pain, there's so many other benefits to chiropractic. So if you'd like to make an appointment to come see us in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctors. Let's look at your nervous system. Let's look at your digestive system. Do you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating? Many times we can adjust or actually pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm. And it's the number two reason we see patients. Number one is pain. Number two is digestive issues. And then let's talk about a dietary plan. Let's see what the best plan is for you. What supplements might work? Personally, I take super green central source, vitamin D, adrenal support, nitric oxide, B-complex, men's hormone support, omega-3 fatty acids, and it works. And the nice part is it's a whole lot cheaper, exponentially cheaper than even a fancy cup of coffee in the morning. And the long-term effects. I want to work until I die. I don't consider work work. I consider work fun because I love sharing this knowledge with you and helping you get well and stay well. So if you're serious about wanting to go out well and you'd like for me and my team of doctors to be your doctor, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. In the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, we can get you an appointment this week. We always have appointments available in our offices uh, for new patients. So drjoe.com, normally the first visit is $940. Because you're you, we've dropped that down to $299. You're my listeners. That's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, going over the x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation. We could also do remote consultations if we need to. I know people listen all over the world. We can do remote consultations as well. So drjoe.com, I don't know anybody who's doing all that on the first visit at any price. So drjoe.com, x-rays alone are going to cost you more than that anywhere else. So we want to get to your cause. And then if you are a candidate for treatment, we'll discuss a treatment plan. What you decide to do with that information is totally up to you. 98% 98% of our patients say, yeah, I want to do this. Of course I do. The other two probably moving out of town. So we want to do everything we can to get you well and keep you well. So drjoe.com is a great resource for that. So we're talking today about long COVID, and we're talking now about what to do about it. A uh, study of COVID-19 illness severity in elderly in relation to vegetarian versus non-vegetarian diets. Statistically, non-vegetarian diets were... 20 times, had a higher risk of 20 times the odds of suffering a critically severe course of COVID-19. 20 times higher than people that were vegetarian. Not even vegan, not even plant-based, just vegetarian. Thousands of frontline health workers across six countries found that those eating a plant-based diet had a 73% lower odd of suffering moderate to severe course of COVID-19. Like I said, just vegetarians, not even vegans. And of course, vegan plant-based is the best way to go. So it's not surprising because it lowers your risk of heart disease, diabetes, blood pressure, uh, obesity. So plant-based diet does a lot of different things. Healthcare workers study enrolled uh, a few thousand people, but Harvard researchers collected data of 600,000 participants, including plant-based diet scores based on what you're eating. Points were deducted if you ate meat and dairy and eggs and things like that. And of course, the scoring... The scoring higher not only had a significant lower risk of suffering from severe COVID, but also significantly lower risk of getting infected in the first place. So once again, the plant-based diet comes to the rescue. And again, the research is pretty preliminary on what is long COVID. We don't, don't really have a good way to test it. It's over 200 different symptoms with it. So I've yet to find anything that wouldn't benefit from going to a plant-based diet any condition. 
We talked about seizures too, but seizures many times, uh, they talked about going to a ketogenic diet. But if you get them off things like aspartame, monosodium glutamate, those things can help reduce the seizures as well. So if you don't know what to eat, and I know this is overwhelming for a lot of you. You're thinking, you're insane. You're nuts. I'm going to continue eating my sausage and eggs and bacon and biscuits, and that's perfectly fine. We're a free country. You can decide what to do. But the research is clear. If there was a better way to do this, if there was a better way to treat back pain than chiropractic care as a primary treatment, I would, go, I would send my patients there. If there was a better supplement on the market that I knew of than Super Greens and Essential Source as your, as your entry level, I'd be taking it. So I'm a patient too. And if eating meatball sandwiches on white bread with provolone cheese was better than what I just taught you, you know what I'd have for lunch today? Exactly right. Meatball sandwich on provolone cheese with white bread. I want to do what's best for me. And the studies are clear, and we're talking today about long COVID, that the plant-based diet seems to help short-term and long-term because it helps reduce inflammation and helps build the immune system. So healthful plant-based diet can be a powerful tool to decrease the risk of COVID-19 and should be promoted as a public safety measure. And the side effects, eh, delayed aging, decreased disease, save a lot of money, boost your immune system. That's pretty much the side effects of it all. If real effort had gone into encouraging and incentivizing healthier diets and lifestyles, I think a lot of people's lives would have been saved across the board for all diseases. But that's not how our model works, and that's okay. We're a capitalist society. You can decide where to spend your dollars. But a plant-based diet, most effective, least expensive treatment for many health diseases. Chiropractic care, most effective, least expensive treatment for most back pain. So why not start with the basics? When it comes to back pain, come see us. Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, make an appointment to come see us. Let's try to get you well and keep you well, get to the cause of your problem, not just treat the symptoms. I'm not saying don't see your medical doctor. I'm not saying don't take your medication. Absolutely not. I want to co-manage your case with all your other doctors. My goal is this. I want to get you well enough so that hopefully we can get you off some of the other protocols that you're doing. That's my goal. And I love to co-manage cases, and most doctors love me co-managing with them because they're really good at what they do, but they're not really good at what I do. And I'm really good at what I do. I'm not good at what they do. And so we want to get to the cause of the problem. Many cases, people get better, and the blood pressure drops, and the cholesterol levels drop, and the diabetes is stable, and they're very happy with the results. So we want to check your nervous system, your digestive system, and your diet. That's a different protocol. How many of doctors are out there doing that? I don't know of any. So we want to make sure the nervous system is working. No pinched nerves. 90% of the nerves don't feel pain. Patients come at all times. Say, Dr. Joe, I heard you say that on the radio. 90% of the nerves don't feel pain? It's correct. You don't feel your blood pressure. Controlled by nerves. You don't feel your spleen, your kidneys, your thyroid, your prostate. So my team of doctors, we check the nerves that feel pain, but we also look at the nerves that don't feel pain. Because if they're being pinched, we want to fix them too. And then my third concern with the spine is arthritis. If the bones are out of place, they wear out. How many people have arthritis? Raise your hands. If you have osteoarthritis, it's mechanical. Bones are out of place rubbing up against each other. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. We'll talk about that when we talk about autoimmunity. But we want to get the diet straightened out. What to eat, what not to eat. You don't have to do it all today. When I give you my recommendations, start slow. Some people jump right in, uh, and that's great. But if you want to start slow, let's talk about giving up one thing, maybe artificial sweetener, maybe dairy, maybe meats, or cutting back on it at least. 
and let's see how you do. I had a patient come in the other day, a former heroin addict, a very obsessive compulsive personality, very addictive personality, and he's overweight. He said, I'm going to do whatever you say. I said, okay. So I gave him a protocol, 21-day detox program that we put him on to lose weight. And then after, and he came in day two. He goes, Doc, because I'm doing what you said. He says, I'm hungry. I said, give me two more days. I said, okay. Comes in two days later. How you doing? He goes, I feel great. And again, this is a man who's a drug addict, you know, former drug addict. He goes, oh, my God. I never realized I could feel this good. So, folks, if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com. We'd love to see you. Uh, follow me on social media, at Dr. Joe Esposito. Uh, Folks, I can't thank you enough for tuning in today. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you very shortly. Again, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.